Hi, this is Jordan. And I'm Brian. And you're listening to The Quality Varies. This might be the shortest episode that we ever put up. Ever? Ever. Wow. We're going to jump into, well, you you gave that, we had that recording where you were just talking about that earthquake. Uh, it might be longer than that one, because wow. that was speedy. That was pretty quick. Yes, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump into it today. We wanted to go over a little bit about how the challenge has been going. Mm. Hashtag Jordan's first Murph challenge. By the way, how's your what's uh what's your thoughts on that name now? I I regret it. I have regrets. Mm. Mm. Yes, yes, that does make me happy. How's it been going for you? I saw your video. Uh, for people who don't know, Brian controls the social media accounts. About 90, 95% of the time, I just get on there when I'm bored and I like things uh, from people that he's followed. So that's about that's about my contribution. Uh, you posted a video on there and you said you had taken a break. Gasp. Mm, yes, uh, I, I took like two weeks off and uh, got back into it and was struggling. But uh, I've been hitting it pretty hard since then, the past week and a half, two weeks. And uh, we're starting to see some really good progress. Uh, I think I'm progressing faster now than I was before I took the break. So that's good news. I like it. I like it. How about you? So I have also been experiencing or have experienced a break. The The thing is, is I said yes, and I am sticking to it when you said, hey, let's do the Murph challenge. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> when I told you that I was trying to do two other challenges that were almost contrary to this challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I now look back at that. And I'm like, I... I, I'm not going to shoot on myself, <laughs> but I definitely could have said something different to you. And I could have had some choice words when you asked me, hey, let's do this thing that I think is a really good idea. It is a good idea. I just want to be clear. It is a good idea. I've gone through phases of this and like weight loss stuff or just the weight loss stuff or just this. Um, it's been a jolly good time. <laughs> I do have a very general like positive experience with something very random, which is hiking. Hmm. We have a we have a place here in town, uh, just Badger. It's we call it a Badger Mountain, more of like a like an ant hill. Okay. It's just a, it's just a very a very large mound of earth. Uh-huh. Uh, it's about a mile up. Um, I don't know how high it that's is. A, that's a big ant hill. But it's it's a mile hike. I don't know what the height is. If that's the right way to describe it. So you don't know what the you don't know what the elevation gain is. No, I don't. Gotcha. So when there are, you know, us Tri Cities people, we. We like to be lazy and we like to do (laughs) this very close hike to us. Mm -hmm. So instead of traveling for any kind of distance, we just insist on having like eight different trails going up Badger Mountain. Up the same mountain. (laughs) Up the same mountain. So it felt a bit different. Mm -hmm. So months and months and months ago, buddy came into town. We like to do stuff whenever he comes into town and we went on a hike. I was embarrassed. I couldn't even make it up to the top of the hill. It's a a single mile. Wow. It is a single mile. Couldn't make it up. That's not all to do with with my cardio health. My lower back was uh, was just not having it that day, mm. and we also decided to hike with uh, twenty five mile winds, oh, and so that's fun. Yes, so things were against me, but I still, you know, I couldn't make it up. There was no excuses. So I went a couple weeks ago, uh, made it up, albeit with about twelve pit stops. <laughs> finding some seats where there were none. I, I have some suggestions for the organization that takes care of those trails for some more places that they can place a bench uh, for us to, to rest our legs. Wow. Um, but I made it up, made it down 
And then just the other day, we uh, we went up again at like 10 or 11 p.m. at night, actually. So we were all alone. Uh, we just had like headlamps on. Mm-hmm. The other two people with me were drunk. But again, this is a short episode. We're not going to go into that story oh, right now. Uh, they started and they had never been up it before. Mm-hmm. And I told them, like, right, we're, we're just going to start. We're going to take this trail because this is the level I think you guys are at. And they're like, let's let's run it. And I'm like, hey, let's, <laughs> let's not. They start running. And I'm like, okay, they have headlamps. I would prefer not to tell their spouses that they've died. <laughs> but I'm also not going to run with them. So we'll just see what happens. <laughs> so about 10 minutes later, I see them both just dying. <laughs> they had stopped at the first possible bench that you could describe as being on the actual hill. <laughs> and not just like in the park before <laughs> the hill. Good. So we waited and they did not try to run again. Uh, And then we got up, got up to the top. And I only had to, I only felt the need to stop once. The other times we stopped was just for the other, uh, the other guys. But then we made it up and then I felt I wasn't even uh, tired when we got up that time. So that's not really related to the Murph challenge and the things that we're trying to do in the Murph challenge. But because of what I've been doing, you know, doing stairs or doing treadmill, doing that hike has also gotten a lot easier. So that's been pretty satisfying. Nice. So that's how that's going. Um, Pull-ups are still unholy and just (laughs) terrible things. Yeah, I get that. Push-ups and squats. Oh, okay. I take it back. The things I'm doing for squats are helpful for the hike and the thing and the hiking is good for squats. So I can, so I can say that squats and push-ups are going fine. Pull-ups suck. And the running is, is, is running. So that's how, that's how the Murph challenge is going. Yeah, that's about how it's going for me, too. There is one person that has totally agreed on my end to also join us in the Murph Challenge. I can't remember who that person is, so I'm going to rely on them to be accountable and message me one of these days with a progress update, or else they don't exist to me. (laughs) So, yeah, we're we're doing the hike again, uh, the same thing on thursday early morning and so we'll see we'll see if progress is uh, still continuing upward um, at a steep angle but uh but yeah that's how things are going on my end sweet so today like i said it's going to be short we put off the recording of this episode uh you can <laughs> audience you don't you don't get both like high quality content and a schedule all every every single time that's why the quality varies folks i was scrambling this morning and i was trying to think about what we were going to talk about and i remember a certain time when you couldn't stop laughing it was at my expense okay it was while i was describing a defect of mine uh in that in the past i used to be a little bit exaggerative is that what it would be called Uh, a little bit uh, that's not a word (laughs) I, i used to exaggerate just a little bit See, that's an exaggeration, because you exaggerated so much. (laughs) So much. No, that's an understatement. That is not an exaggeration. Uh, Exaggerating the... Yeah, it's exaggerating on the... uh, It's exaggerating how small. It's a... You exaggerate a lot. Okay, let's just... Let's be clear. So, I thought for the entertainment of the viewer, I wanted to start by giving the false rendition of the jet ski story oh finally it's been a while so i would actually like you to at the end of it i would like you to guess um what was true and what was not necessarily 100 percent the truth Oof. okay challenge accepted so 
I've told myself the wrong story so many times that <laughs> things start to get things start to get foggy. Oh. So you can't you can't dock that. You can't make a mark against me when I sound unsure. Uh, uh, so I think we can <clears throat> for for moral reasons we can. So <laughs> I want to dive into the story and then I actually. Um, Towards the end, we can actually talk about how it came up and and the background behind it. But but I want to jump in and just get uh, and get into it. So I think I was in middle school, either that or <laughs> I was possibly a freshman. And we had my brother has a couple of years on me, and his friend had been living with us for uh, quite a few years by that point. And he actually served a, a massive purpose in my life to kind of like help me get out of my shell. He was a I, now that I'm an adult, I realize now that he was just a child himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's why he got along with somebody that was much younger than him. Mm-hmm. But helped me get out of my shell. He was also one of the probably the fittest guy in the high school that he went to. Mm. He challenged me to join him on, on workouts. Help helped me with my fitness a lot. An all, all around great person. Very helpful person. Yeah. For himself, he did not always make the, the best decisions. And he was a, <laughs> he was a very adrenaline junkie person. Mm, so we're going to this event and he who is a ladies man (laughs) he's always trying to like put me in positions he's the wingman for somebody that at the time was not very uh did not have a lot going for him as far as attributes that women would like solid bro Um, um, that hasn't changed too much, but now he, now he's not there anymore. So, <laughs> oh no. Anyways, we get to the we get to the river. We have jet skis. We're with a bunch of people. I don't know what the relation is. And he tells me he looks at this. He points at this girl. He says, "Hey, I'm gonna like I'm gonna help you impress that girl." And I, who was very used to this, I sighed and I said, "Okay, you know, okay, all right, <laughs> let's go do this. Let's go do this." And we get on this three person jet ski. And also, as an adult, I realize that this girl got on the jet ski because she liked this very fit good looking <laughs> older guy that it had invited her on a jet ski mm-hmm. she did not like the marshmallow <laughs> pasty kid that was holding on to her Don't call behind her marshmallow. so we get on he's an adrenaline junkie so we just start going we just start going crazy mm-hmm. on on these jet skis um we go under a bridge and i'm holding on for your dear life but at the same time i'm not holding on too hard because i'm like i don't like if i fall off and i pull her with me then i mean the little the slim chance i had is gone <laughs> so i'm not holding as hard as i should have we go under this bridge and i'm looking at a boat that is sailing towards us and he is turning away from the boat that is turning towards us. And I come off the jet ski. I, I kept heading in the direction that I was looking (laughs) after the fact, I realized that I did in fact pull her off with me. Uh I don't see, I don't have any idea what's going on with her. I don't, I don't see her for a minute or two. I bounce a couple times. Um, I didn't know that was a thing Mm. with water. That was a new lesson to me. I bounce a couple times. I hit the boat that I was looking at and I commence a ritualistic noise that I cannot stop. (laughs) Ritualistic noise. I can't, I like, I'm out of breath. Uh I can't, I don't have any, and I'm just making this like, I'm not going to repeat it. I'm just making this noise (laughs) because I can't, I can't, I don't have any control. I can't stop. And a couple seconds go by. Um, this, this, like black metal boat thing 
just floats on by. Uh, nobody, nobody co- even comes to look over me uh, wow. and and sees what happens. Wow. Um, and it it sails under the bridge. Dude, you could have died, and they didn't even care. Uh, I don't know what it could have been a ghost ship for all I know. Just there okay, well, let's to put me in arms. Yeah, I don't want to exaggerate. Um, so the <laughs> so I'm I'm making this noise, and I hear the sounds of this gal that i'm trying to impress mm-hmm. and she's like yelling something and i like put all my willpower like i gotta stop making <laughs> this noise <laughs> and i look and i look over and she's just you know, she's just saying like are you okay are you okay and i i can't i'm still making this noise i i failed i'm i'm just looking at her with my mouth open and i'm making this noise oh game over man and all i can do is give a thumbs up <laughs> And then so I like sad. use my hands to like float 180 around and I throw up. Oh no. Um and she starts yelling at me. I'm like, "Oh, like now she's mad. Ugh. I've done something." And so I I slowly like with my fingers, I have my video on for you. No, for, but not for anybody else. Oh, I'm just see. like turning turning back around and she's pointing and uh jet skis, I don't know anything about them. You attach the key to your life jacket. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So that if you come off, the key comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that did not happen because this older guy is not, you know, wasn't always the smartest. Sure. Uh, or it may have broken off. Yeah. So this jet ski was just doing loops in the water <laughs> at full speed. So she's yelling at me and I look and there's a jet ski coming at me and I can't move. Wow. I am still making the noise. It's a good day for you. Yes. So the only thing I can do is roll over. <laughs> <laughs> And hope to all that is holy that my life jacket is a pseudo suitable brace for this jet ski that is about to hit me. Oh, boy. So uh, jet ski hits me. It does hit the life jacket. Um, my head obviously gets like whiplashed up and it also hits the jet ski. The And I like shoot down a couple like 20, 30 feet into the water. 20 or 30 feet? So that's not like that's not a problem. I'm actually like I'm very comfortable with swimming. So the, I, like this this wasn't. How'd... A huge issue for me. That's a big river, dude. Uh, the well, we're on the. That's like th- yeah. that's like a three-story building underwater. Yeah, well, we're. I don't know if you know much about the Columbia, but we're right off the the Columbia, which is like one of the main west okay. like rivers on the west side of the mm-hmm. country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there actually. Uh, Fun fact. Oh, really? Yep. One time. Nice. It's a nice river. I don't I don't go there as often as I should. Mm. So I go down, and this is fine. I'll just float back up. <laughs> but we were right under the bridge. And mm-hmm. I hit one of the, as I was going up, the current just pushes me into one of the, what do they call it? Cement pillar. The pylons. Pylon things. Mm-hmm. That created an issue because I then could not necessarily just float up oh, because yeah. the current was just pushing me into this pylon. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm chilling out there. I now have absolutely no breath. It was taken from me before I went underwater. Then you had to float up a three-story building. So I'm hanging out there and he, this gentleman who his objective was to get was to impress get me to impress the girl <laughs> he is now doing something heroic instead <laughs> by coming down and he has to like grab me by the life jacket and like walk walk up the pylon uh-huh. with the current to get me out yeah um i get up she's already out of the water we get o- we get over to the side of the bank she's just looking at him and i'm just looking at myself cuz i'm dying <laughs> and they go back out and I'm just sitting here like a sad sappy salmon oh, for the rest of the afternoon sappy because salmon. I can 
because I can I can barely move. Jeez. <clears throat> That's the story. Okay, I have several questions. That is a story that I would tell people whether or not it w- they asked. <laughs> wow. In okay. what context would you tell that story? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, if somebody brought up water, I would figure <laughs> out a way. Okay. That hurt a lot to say, by the way. It's very painful. Yeah, I can imagine. I hope it I hope it did hurt to tell that story. It it was very cringy. Like I don't like using the word cringe, but it is very painful in that way yeah. to tell that story. Uh-huh. Um okay. What questions do you have? I I don't think you were thirty feet underwater. Okay. How far do you think I got? Uh uh maybe ten feet. Maybe. Okay. From a jet ski hitting you? Again. A three-person jet ski. That's a big jet ski. I mean, I don't know, man. Hitting you full speed. I'm not. I a fully physicist. admit, I just threw that number out there. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I would say between five and ten feet underwater, and that's a long way. Like that's uncomfortable okay. for me to be underwater that far. Okay, I'm not going to answer any more questions. You have to tell me what is oh. true and what is false. Okay, thirty feet underwater is false. Okay. Uh, I think it was false. That you were trapped by the current on the pylon of a bridge. And what is true? I think it's true that you were with that friend. And there wow. may have been females present at the same time. Wow. I think that's I think that's the only true part of that story. So everything else is false. That's your claim. Uh, Yeah, I don't think it was a jet ski. It was probably like a small boat. That's my guess. I'm guessing there was not a specific girl. Uh, there may have been a pylon there. You may have been near a bridge, but I don't think that you were trapped on it. I don't think you hit another boat. Yeah, I think you fell out of a boat one time, maybe. Or maybe you didn't even fall out of a boat. I think that's what I'm going with. You uh, went on a boating trip, and then you fell out of the boat. Wow. <laughs> that is insulting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Jordan. I'm... I have just, in 20 minutes, I've just opened myself up emotionally in ways that I was not prepared for. You sure did. The true story, quickly going through it again. The whole background was correct. So we get to the we get to the river. There is a girl there. She did have a crush on this older guy. Mm-hmm. And she got on the jet ski because he invited her to go jet skiing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and, there was a jet ski. And then this pasty white kid <laughs> just hops on behind her. <laughs> We were going around uh, at whatever crazy speeds jet skis go at. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see a boat. <laughs> <laughs> I did see a boat. Uh, it was one of those like metal. I don't know what to classify different boats as, either. but it was a black steel boat. Probably, probably the length of probably five or six cars. Okay. Okay. So it is a big boat. Yeah. Okay. So. So that's coming through because it has to, it ha- it, there, there are, pil- we were going under a bridge. It has to go through the pylons. Mm-hmm. We were kind of driving into it. So as soon as we got out from under the bridge, we had to immediately veer away from it. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at the boat and I did just continue along that path. And I did bounce a couple times. Again, didn't know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I landed probably 300 feet away from that boat. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Nowhere near that boat. Uh, I was making a noise that wasn't up to me. And that whole thing, like, she asks me if I'm okay. I can't speak, so I just give a thumbs up. I turn around. I throw up. 
I'm having a good day. That was real? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I visually remember, like, I couldn't. I couldn't stop making the noise. Just like, <laughs> oh, like the man. involuntary, like, air escaping out of my lungs. Uh-huh. And I, I gave her the thumbs up and I turned around <laughs> and I just threw up into the water. Oh, jeez. And, uh, and that's the end of the story. The jet ski was still running because mm-hmm. the key did come out or something went wrong. Mm-hmm. But it was doing it was doing circles some hundred feet away from me. Yeah. This older kid did the heroic thing by getting close to it and grabbing onto it and all that stuff. And we get back to the shore and I didn't ride jet skis for another seven years. Oh boy. And that's the end of the story. Oh man. Nothing nothing else about hitting the boat, the jet ski hitting me, the pylon. Mm-hmm. None of that was correct. The girl ne- did never talk to me again. Again, insulted that you thought I just <laughs> fell off of a boat. That women were present on. <laughs> I'm sorry. It had been so long since I had heard that story before. It was just as entertaining the second time. But uh, I couldn't remember what you had said was true and false. Ryan, usually um, in addiction recovery, we're not, uh, we're not ones to tell other people's stories. But in this case, I would love it if you actually uh, tried to give your best description on why this was something that was so prominent when I shared it at rehab i think because the way it came up that particular story was the culmination of i think two or three weeks of nightly story times with jordan uh the nightly check-in everybody would check in how their day was and everything and then at the end Jordan would always go last, and that was like a segment on a TV show. So it was story time with Jordan now, and everybody knew it, and so everybody like got comfy it in hurts. their chairs. It hurts. <laughs> we all got comfy in our chairs. We like turned our chairs to face him, and then he told these fantastic stories, much, much like this one. And uh, they'd, uh, they'd kind of calmed down over the two or three week period however long it was <laughs> if i remember right you were done with your check-in and instead of just going into the story you didn't remember if you had told anybody that story because like you said you had told it so many times you lost track of who you had told it to and so all you said was if i told anybody about jet skis we need to talk <laughs> and so <laughs> that that was just like the opener and everybody lost it. And so we basically made you tell the story anyway, because uh, how do you not tell, how do you not make somebody tell that story after hearing? <laughs> what was happening is one of my uh, addictive tendencies. Is that, is that a good way to call it? Good thing to call it? Uh, sure. Designation. One of my addictive tendencies is in, in the effort of trying to impress people in my past or in my childhood, whatever it was. I would exa- I would exaggerate stories way beyond what it was and it became a habit to just it became a r- really hard for me to to just explain you know what had happened the night before and just leave it at that <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it was it was really hard and it was really frustrating that you know uh, we're, we're joking about it but it was really frustrating mm-hmm. um, and it was it was a very embarrassing thing yeah. to do because just like then just like the addiction then I'm all of a sudden holding and trying to keep these lies together yeah and uh and it's a it's a socially embarrassing thing yeah so i i'm going through my addiction recovery that i'm there at rehab for and then you know as 
time goes on and I'm in a place to do it, then I'm also addressing like my uh, addiction to electronics mm-hmm. and to YouTube and to video games. Um, and then and then I'm going through other things. And I realized that I was putting a lot of weight on these things that I would tell and I was having a real problem stepping away from that habit. It was the last bastion for your addiction. Yeah, one of the last bastions. Yeah. yeah. And so in this safe space, <laughs> I began just you know, taking the power away from those by, by explaining the reality of it. And that I had, you know, the embarrassing thing of, you know, I, I tell these exaggerated things and, and I know it's super weird, but, but I do it. And then to take the power away from each of them, I would tell each story. And I t- legitimately, I can't remember most. I'm trying, I've, while I told that one, I have been trying to think of some of the others. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I can't, I can't think of any other other ones which is good i mean that was kind of the intention yeah. is yeah i surrender it is a word we use mm-hmm. and then uh the power goes away and then i kind of let go uh the jeskies one was different because then that became an experience yes it was an event for sure yeah so i had gotten it had been a couple days actually uh, i couldn't think of anything else and yeah, I just mentioned, guys, I don't, I don't think I have anything else. And then at that moment, as I was saying that, I realized like, crap, I have this thing. <laughs> and I was like, hey, like, I just said, like, if, if I've told any of you about Jeskies, like, we need to have, we need to talk. Other than that, I'm good, though. Uh, you, you lost it. Uh, you were definitely a great support staff member in that moment. Still am, right? Yes, definitely. We got to go through that. So... I don't know if anybody else will find the entertainment in that, that we do, mm-hmm. but I thought it might be um, an interesting thing to uh, to share. And also maybe uh, maybe somebody out in the ether um, has experienced something similar. And if yeah. they do, please tell me. <laughs> <laughs> because that would, uh, maybe I'm victimizing myself, but if somebody else tells me, that will make me feel so much better. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's uh, it's nice to connect over. I mean, it's nice to connect with anybody, but recognizing kind of some of your poorer choices and connecting with somebody over similar poor choices can uh, can be a poignant experience. Exactly, and then we can make stories together. Exactly. Yeah. And then people will believe them more <laughs> because two people are telling it. Yep. That is literally all we wanted to go over uh today i'm going to take that edit that put that up on monday and we're going to do something else within the next two weeks but yeah we might have we might have a serious topic we might uh have something funny who knows not us not us 